Parts Unknown. This is the Art of Floundering Podcast. Wishing you nothing but peace and love. The Art of Floundering Podcast is proud to present Santa, the Intervention, live 122621 as part of our super duper peachy keen holiday special. We find ourselves looking over a wonderfully beautiful moonlit beach, which made the vision of Bigfoot seem a little out of place. You see, Bigfoot was having to get more and more out of his environment in order to find proper amounts of weed. That's right, kids. Every time I try to get outside a little bit to go get my fucking weed ration, one of you assholes wants to fucking cause a fucking stir. I just want to get high in peace, man. And having all you guys getting a tweak about seeing me really fucking makes me a little paranoid, man. That's right. So Bigfoot had a plan, man. And while it wasn't New Year's, he had a resolution, man. And that resolution was to get the fucking hell out of there to get anywhere. And he weighed the options, kids. Gosh, there's all kinds of places in this wide open world that I could hide at. I wondered what the North Pole would be like. Bigfoot heard that the North Pole was a great place to get high without people hassling you. Golly gee willikers, kids. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to head up to the North Pole. Get fucking high. Hide out, man. Not anything's going to go wrong with this plan. That's right. Bigfoot's plan was pretty solid. Because there was only one person at the North Pole. And these days, that person's been a little, let's just say, distracted. As his... Christmas duties were coming to a close. Jolly old St. Nick, who had been hitting the weed rather heavily throughout the day, decided to put it into overdrive on the way home. Holy shit, Santa, you might want to be careful with that bong. And Santa just really didn't seem to give a shit. Hey, man, fuck the system. Fuck the rules. Look at Santa, man. But while St. Nick was pretty old jolly, there was somebody that wasn't happy to see that jolly old St. Nick was blowing grass while operating the sled. Gee whiz, golly gosh, Santa. Hold on. Then cute little Rudolph said, Gee golly, Santa, do you think it's a good idea to be smoking the pot while operating the sled? And poor Rudolph was getting very distraught. The tone at the North Pole had certainly become quite different since Santa Claus started embracing the marijuana vibe, dude. 
And fucking finally, man, Santa landed that fucking sled. Ah, man, Santa just got home from the fucking, fucking another successful Christmas, man. He realizes, Santa realizes there's going to be some detractors on fucking Twitter, dude. <clears throat> They're going to say things like, uh, you know, Santa could have uh, maybe remembered some of these other kids, man. You know, let's let's talk about the ones, the kids that fucking Santa missed, man. Santa knows he's gonna have his haters, man. But right now, that's 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 not what it's about, man. Right now, Santa's back home, man, and it is time. It is time to get a celebration on with not only Santa, man, but the, the abominable snowman was happy to see Santa. Here comes the, the, okay, here's the abominable snowman. He was fucking happy to see Santa. Hey, golly gosh, Santa, you're home. Ho, ho, ho. Santa is high, high, high. Gee whiz, man. And so fucking Santa got his fucking high on, man. And every, everybody was happy to see him with the exception of fucking Rudolph, man. And as Santa fucking went to go retire in a man cave to get ready to get his fucking groove on, dude. Rudolph, I've got to tell you, <laughs> hold on, Rudolph is, look how, look how upset Rudolph is, man, this is ridiculous, <laughs> hang on, okay, then Rudolph was like, this is ridiculous, I can't believe what's happened to the North Pole. I hope Santa cleans up his act soon. Well, I'm not sure if Santa's going to be cleaning up his act anytime soon there, Rudolph. You see, I think Santa is adjusting quite nicely to his new life as a total degenerate. That's right, man. It, it would appear that Santa is not going to be doing what Rudolph wants, dude. Because Santa... Santa? Kids? Let me just break it to you like this. Are you ready, man? Santa's got a new bag, man. And it's marijuana. Right there. Santa's got a new, brand new bag, man. And it's marijuana. And there's Santa, man, juggling his fucking weed, dude. <clears throat> Sitting there going, this is fucking... Life is a fucking beautiful thing, man. Yeah, there's going to be some fucking haters tomorrow. But right now, check out this fucking bounty of fucking delicious, delectable fucking the pot. And he's juggling and he's gleeful. And he knows that despite Rudolph being a complete fucking buzzkill, not everybody at the North Pole fucking is uh, fucking uptight, man. Ollie is fucking certainly... God, right on, Santa! The elves are ready to fucking go on a marijuana trip with you. Ho, 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 said Santa. We're going to get our fucking high on. Wow, man. And that's not all, kids. Because remember who's Santa's favorite little stuffed animal? You know, cute little Sheldon. Golly gosh, that's right. Santa brought me back to life when he accidentally kicked over his bong. And his magical bong water brought me back to life. Gee golly whiz, Sheldon. Oh golly gosh, I got a rumbly in my tumbly, Santa. Ho, 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 Sheldon. Here's your baba. That's right, kids. Look at, look at Sheldon hitting his bottle. Isn't that cute? Ollie's like, fuck yeah, man. Get, get your fucking high on, man. 
There it is, kids. And Santa said, hey, man, let's get the fuck out of this uh, crib, man, and take this shit on the streets of the fucking North Pole, dude. And Sheldon was like, right on. This will be a fucking a hoot. And there they were, man. Boom. They were out there fucking getting their fucking good time on. And there was fucking Rudolph. Man, Santa, do you really think this is a good idea? I mean, I know it's... I know you guys want to unwind after Christmas and all. But do you really think glorifying marijuana usage is the right way to go about doing it? Santa was just like wanting to fucking... Santa remembered his anger management fucking training, dude. And focused on, on juggling the ball on the, the weed instead of telling Rudolph to fucking what crawled up Rudolph's ass, man. Because maybe that red nose is not really the guy fucking Santa's sleigh at night. Maybe it's the cock block Santa's marijuana buzz, man. And if Rudolph keeps it up, man, Santa's going to make sure there's going to be no reindeer games Rudolph's going to be a part of. But Santa decided to focus on his anger management and his weed. Rudolph just fucking said, anyway, I'll leave you marijuana abusers to yourselves. And Rudolph just fucking stormed off in a fit, dude. Just then Santa said, yo, man, I'll, I'll hit both you up later, man. It's time for me to go tap Mrs. Claus. Right on, Santa said, Ollie. I bet you're looking forward to tapping that ass. Santa said, you damn skippy, dude. You, you damn skippy, man. You damn skippy, I'm looking forward to tapping that ass of Mrs. Claus, said Santa. Right there, man, at the magical North Pole. And then, <clears throat> and then, before Santa, then Santa goes back to his fucking man cave, dude. Right, right? Santa says, okay, man, it's time for me to go get my fucking uh, pheromone vibe going, dude. So Santa makes sure he's got the appropriate scent. He's laying the lair, dude. Santa's got some fucking love getting ready to go down. Can you feel it, dude? I can feel it, man. Get ready, man, because Santa's going to show you how it rolls, dude. Yeah, man. S to the motherfucking claws up in the house, dog, getting his fucking high on. Post Christmas Eve, dude. Say what you want about the old dude. But you, you get a little weed in him, man. And Santa's got it going on, man. So as Santa was juggling weed and focusing on the here and now, man. As opposed to all the haters that are going to be on social media tomorrow. Calling Santa out for his forgetfulness. They won't understand it. Santa's got a hard time with lists and shit when he's flying high on the hemp plant. Why do you want to bust old St. Nick's balls? Uh-oh, golly, no. You gotta be shitting me, man. We were going so well. Hold on. Oh, there she is. I had her in a porno position. Golly gosh. I'm sorry, Mrs. Claus. Just then, man. That's right. Mrs. Claus. Oh, you're back, Chris Kringle. And Santa took one look at Mrs. Claus and he knew. Whoop, Sheldon, you gotta go, buddy. Sheldon, get the fuck out of here. Santa's getting ready to do the nasty. And Sheldon goes, golly gee gosh. That's right, kids. Right there at the North Pole, man. You see, let me spell it out for you. You want me to spell it out for you? Santa was blowing weed, man, getting high, sinning, man, just being an apostate. 
And he started noticing, man, he was starting to feel a little frisky. It been a while since he uh, had some quality time with Mrs. Claus, man. And tonight's the night, dude. Tonight's the night that Sam's gonna get his motherfucking freak on, dude. Okay? And we'll get back to that. But rest assured, Santa's gonna be getting his freak on tonight. That's right, man. You don't you don't think that's what's gonna go down? Hang on. I'm getting ready to switch up and give you a preview. I'll give you a preview, okay? Hey, Chris Kringle? Yeah, man. Why don't we take this show to the bedroom, said Mrs. Claus. Yeah, said Santa. They call him Chris Kringle on the street, man. Got the, got the, got the satisfied, dude. Santa started smoking some weed, man. Playing a little love song. Miss Claus couldn't help herself, man. She was definitely getting aroused. Whoops. Sorry, said Mrs. Claus, as she accidentally brushed by little Santa on her way to have some bong hits. But that's not all. While Santa was playing guitar, Mrs. Claus couldn't help herself, kids. Do you mind if I have some of your bong? That's right, man. Check out what Santa's doing. Santa's getting it on right here on the Art of Flying podcast with Mrs. Claus. Check it out, dude, right there. That's right, man. And so Mrs. Claus was like, I, I, I'm, I love smoking your, your bong, Santa. Santa was like, right on, man. Hang on. So as Mrs. Claus started smoking from Santa's bong, anybody commenting yet? No comments? Okay, let me fill you guys in what's happened here. Okay? Mrs. Claus, when they when they got when let me let's let's roll let's roll this back. Cause I think this is context is really key here. Okay. And I think I got too grooving with the music and got away from what's really important, which is kind of explaining the plot, dude. So Mrs. Claus was like, Hey, hey, Chris Kringle. Hey, dude. Why don't, why, don't, why don't we take this shit back in the fucking uh, bedroom, dude? Because I'm getting a little hot out here. You know what I'm saying? She was like, Mrs. Claus was like, dude, isn't it a little hot? Chris and, and St. Nick goes, fuck yeah, man. And fucking, so Sam started fucking breaking out his guitar. Smoking, smoking his favorite fucking holiday hemp, man. Mistletoe fucking kush, dude. Mixed, dusted with some fucking North Pole hash, man. Magical fucking hash with fucking mistletoe kush, man. Santa's favorite magical blend that him and the elves concocted one Christmas Eve. It's, it's one of our Christmas Eve special. A magical hemp. You know, it was a very magical time. Santa was like, ah, now we have magic back in Christmas. But anyway, I digress. And so... Now, Mrs. Claus walks in, dude, and she's like, you know, dude, she's getting into the vibe, man. Can you blame her? Santa's just laying it down, dude. Santa's just like, hey, man. Santa's just kind of giving her a little like, oh, you want some of this? Oh, Santa. I don't know if I can take it. Hang on. Oh, yeah. Then Mrs. Claus 
Started watching Santa play that guitar, smoked that weed and recognized. That wasn't Saint Nick, man. No. That's a bad boy up there. She couldn't help herself, man. As old Saint Nick started to really fucking rock the mic, so to speak. Mrs. Claus started grooving to the tunes, dude. And who could blame her, man? Let's just say Santa knew a thing or two about a thing or two, man. And as Santa was rocking that mic, Mrs. Claus said, Hey, do you mind if I have a little bit of that bongage? Chris Kringle says, Hey, man, that all depends, man. Have you been naughty or nice? Mrs. Claus said, Hey, man, for a bong hit, I'll be whatever you want to be. Santa started pointing to the bong hit. Mrs. Claus said, Right on to the right on, kids. And this is where it gets really special and magical, man. Because Mrs. Claus decided she would take Santa up on his offer and help herself to a couple bong hits from St. Nick's Bong right there at Christmas time, kids. Merry Christmas from Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus on his bong. That's right, kids. One more time, one more time, one more time, one more time. I said Merry Christmas, kids. That's Mrs. Claus going down on Santa's bong. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Please allow Santa to get his motherfucking groove on while Mrs. Claus takes a bong hit or two. Yeah, come on, everybody. Santa's really enjoying all that special time with Mrs. Claus as she enjoys a bong hit or two, yo. Yeah. That's right, Mrs. Claus. Relax a little bit. It'll go down easier. Yeah. Right on. So that was what they were doing, man. So Miss, so while Mrs. Claus was smoking on Santa's, Santa's bong, man, Santa was like, why don't we, Santa goes, are you prepared to finish what you started, Mrs. Claus? Yeah, man. Santa was a little bit tired of the games, man. Santa was ready to put in the work, dude. Santa was getting ready to put into the work, dude. What I'm trying to say is, you'll see. Santa said, hey, Mrs. Claus, now that you've had a bong hit, why don't you come lick on <laughs> Santa's Santa's candy cane. Yeah, kids. It's exactly how it went down. Mrs. Claus took one look at that candy cane and said as delectable as that bong was, ma'am, I'm sure Santa's candy cane would be even better. And it's with that, kids, that we're going to move to the love scene, man. And from that moment, man, Santa couldn't help himself. He took one look at Mrs. Claus and said, this shit's on, dog. It's fucking on. That's right. And Mrs. Claus couldn't help herself. Look at those young lovers, man, getting it on. Mrs. Claus enjoying that candy cane, man. Santa, Mrs. Claus, doing their special sexy time vibe. Merry Christmas, thoughts and prayers from jolly old St. Nick and spinning Mrs. Claus. 
Up and down, up and down. Yeah, Santa. Get your groove on, dog. Get your groove on. Yeah, Merry Christmas, kids. Merry Christmas. And as Santa and Mrs. Claus were off in an orgy of marijuana and sexy time, man. That's right. Go ahead. One more time. You kids deserve to see this. Hold up. You kids deserve to see this one more time. And we're going to do this right, okay? We're going to do this right. This is uh, this is Santa and Mrs. Claus, man. This is where Mrs. Claus said, look, after Mrs. Claus took a couple, you know, hits off of Santa's bong, and then Santa said, hey, man, if you liked my bong so much, I'll bet you you'll dig my candy cane. Mrs. Claus said, look, dude, are you going to just talk, or are we going to take this shit where you can finish what you're saying, right? Okay. So Mrs. Claus was kind of like getting kind of fed up. She was like, can we just get to the, the main fucking deal, dude? She's like, enough fucking talk, dude, right? And so it went a little something like this, man. That's right. And then Santa kind of went right up there. Mrs. Claus, check it out, kids, right there. Mrs. Claus was on Santa's candy cane. Mm-mm, Miss Claus said, this is a good candy cane. Santa said, you could do more than lick on it. Mrs. Claus was like, right on to the right on, man. Santa was like, life is good, kids. Hard day's work, man, followed by a little quality time with Mrs. Claus, kids. Right there at the North Pole, man. Revolution may not be televised, but you can Google it, dog. Right here, man. You got Mrs. Claus on Santa's candy cane. Santa's not complaining, no, because she spins. Those two kids are in love, dude, and they're getting their freak on right up there at the North Pole, man. Mrs. Claus, Santa's candy cane. That's right, man. I said the revolution may not be televised, but you can Google it. Look at Santa, man. He's getting his groove on. Mrs. Claus is loving it, man. Candy cane. That's right, man. Go ahead, Mrs. Claus, get on that candy cane, yo. And Santa Claus says, yeah, man. Blowing grass, living large, get my freak flag on. That's right, man. Go ahead, Santa. All right. Boom. There he is, Bigfoot, dude. And Bigfoot finally started making his way. Wow. This looks like I'm getting close to the North Pole. Finally. Finally a place where I can get high without being hassled. To celebrate, to celebrate finally his long journey, man, to the North Pole, where he could finally get high without being hassled by anybody. Bigfoot brought out his bestest thing, man, his his bestest pal weed. And as Bigfoot was enjoying weed, you know, on the outskirts of the North Pole, dude, he fucking stumbled into Rudolph. Gee whiz, I can't believe it. What are you doing? Wow, thought fucking Bigfoot. This is kind of odd, man. A red-nosed reindeer that speaks Bigfoot language. This must be a magical place, thought Bigfoot. Bigfoot said, hey, look, man. Everywhere I go, people think I'm odd, man. And... I can't get high without being hassled, so I thought I'd come up to the North Pole. 
And Rudolph fucking took one look at Bigfoot and said, Well, look, mister, you're in a lot of trouble. Bigfoot said, Why? Why am I in trouble? Because this is only this is only for fucking, you know, people that are fucking part of Santa's magical kingdom, and you're not. Bigfoot's like, what's a magical kingdom? So anyway, Rudolph is basically, look, let me just, because I'm, I'm doing a piss poor job of trying to tell you what's happening right now. So as fucking, basically it's like this. Bigfoot's like, ah, man, right on, man. Here I am. Uh, I can finally fucking get high in peace without some fucking people fucking freaking out and fucking because of the way I look. Now I could just be left the fuck alone to get high right here on the outskirts of the North Pole. Look here. I hope you don't think you can bring narcotics into the North Pole. Dun, dun, dun. That's right, man. Rudolph was having none of it, man. Bigfoot may have thunk that he was escaping to the utopia of being left the fuck alone so he could smoke weed, but now he's got an angry Rudolph to contend with, dude. This is really fucked up, man. Poor Bigfoot, man. But just then, just as, just as Rudolph was getting ready to fucking call his good pals... At North Pole Security, man. Up above their head was... Rudolph was like, what was that? Bigfoot was like, oh, no. You gotta be... You can't... Uh-oh. That's... Look at... Look at... Look look at... Bigfoot's gonna put the weed away now, man. Because he... Bigfoot's gonna get ready to run. Bigfoot, what's wrong, fella? Bigfoot's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Bigfoot, big, come on, fella. What's wrong, Bigfoot? Hold on. All right, so Rudolph is like fucking going, why you acting so weird, man? It's just a magical flying saucer. Fucking, we see those all the time. Bigfoot fucking called bullshit on that. If Rudolph had knew anything about what these crafts will do, he wouldn't be so fucking... Not afraid, man. And as the fucking spaceship fucking flew by, man. Uh-oh. It got closer and closer. And Bigfoot realized it was fucking almost time's up, yo. It was almost time for fucking his bestest pals to fucking appear. Rudolph was like, you're acting really fucking strange, man. Bigfoot was like, dude, if you only knew, dude, you wouldn't be so fucking cocky, man. What do you mean? Well, let's just say Bigfoot has a rather nuanced fucking relationship with the fucking aliens, dude. And just then, bzzz, hey, hey, uh-oh, what's that? Bum, bum, bum. It's the space alien, dude, from the fucking hovering spaceship, dude. That's what the fuck that is. Hey, Bigfoot, where did that little reindeer go? Rudolph had run away, man. Rudolph was a little, a little frightened at what he was seeing. That man, now, 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 Bigfoot's like, "Oh, what happened to the tough guy, Rudolph? What happened to the tough guy that was uh, giving Bigfoot a hard time, man? What happened to that? Are you crying, huh? Is that a little baby I hear crying?" Said Bigfoot. Rudolph was, Rudolph was like, 
I'm afraid. Oh, gee, golly, what's that's an intergalactic space alien. I'm afraid. And Bigfoot was like, oh, oh, where, where? What happened to the tough guy? Is that a little baby I hear? Is that a little baby I hear? This is fucking Bigfoot, man. Bigfoot's like had it with Rudolph's fucking bullshit, dude. And once he saw Rudolph fucking cry, Bigfoot was like, fuck it, dude. Bigfoot was like, oh, is that, is that a little baby I hear crying? What happened to the tough guy? What happened to the tough guy that was saying, ah, I'm not afraid of something flying in the sky. I see that all the, all the time. Huh? Where's the tough guy now? That's right, man. Bigfoot knew what was in store. Hey, hey, Bigfoot, what's up, man? Long time no see. Bigfoot was like, not really, not, not sure what to say, dude. He just did not want to go back up into that fucking spacecraft. Oh, Lordy, did Bigfoot not want to go back up? Uh, it's it's wonderful to see you, man. It's 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 always a pleasure. Who's your friend, man? Oh, uh, I just ran across this person. Well, they seem a little agitated. Then Rudolph, Rudolph decided it was time to fucking uh, get cop a little attitude with a space alien, dude. Rudolph said, "Hey, look here." I'll have you know, this is the territory of Santa Claus, and I'm Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and you need to state your business. Just then, the space alien said, wow, rather aggressive. Bigfoot said, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. I, it's, it's not, I have nothing to do with it. I, it's not me, man, please, please. And the alien said, hey, little fella, to Rudolph. Hey, little fella, you, you want to go up in our spacecraft? Rudolph fucking was like starting to go, really? That might be kind of fun. Yeah, just then Bigfoot realized they didn't want to get a DNA fucking extraction from Bigfoot. So Bigfoot was able to relax a little bit. Bigfoot said, right on, dude. Yeah, Rudolph, I think you'll dig it up there, man. I know I always do. Yeah, Thanks, Bigfoot, said the intergalactic space alien. Your testimony on how peachy keen the entire experience is really makes it helpful. We'll keep that in mind the next time we're looking for another DNA extraction. Gee whiz, said Bigfoot. I'm here to help, man. Just then, man. Bigfoot decided to go on with his journey because he knew, regardless what happened up in that spacecraft, Rudolph would not be the same. What do you mean? Well, hey, Rudolph, are you ready to see the inside of a real-life spacecraft? Gee golly, Mr. Intergalactic Space Alien. Gee whiz golly gosh, does that sound peachy keen. So just then, poof, they started going up there, man. I don't have the magic effects because I only got two hands, and I, I didn't said I didn't anticipate getting this involved. But let's just say this, dude. Okay, that Rudolph said, "Fuck yeah, dude, let's go on up in there, man. I, I'm game. You know, been there, done that." Rudolph said, "They ain't, don't mean shit to me." Rudolph, Rudolph started talking a lot of shit, dude. Hang on, did we lose? Because I got to make sure we've got the. We, he may have a different examination room, dude, than uh, Bigfoot's. Uh, okay, boom. Hey, what is this? That's right, Rudolph. You've been whisked away, man. You're in, ex you're in a special examination room. 
Hey, Rudolph, buddy. Are, are, are you ready? Hey, how come uh, you gave Bigfoot marijuana before doing this and you're not going to give that to me? Well, you're, you don't like 420. That's right. Well, that's why. Okay. Well, golly gosh, Rudolph, I think you're going to change your tone, dude. Because Rudolph had to assume the position, dude. Rudolph had no idea what was coming. Look, look at, regardless, look. Re yes, Rudolph can be a pain in the ass, man. But doesn't he look cute right there? And the space, the intergalactic space alien goes, look, man. It's going to be real important that you stay still. Rudolph goes, who are you talking to? I'm a red-nosed reindeer. I led Santa's sled in the middle of a snowstorm. I know what I'm doing. And then the intergalactic space alien said, Okay, man, well, look, don't say I didn't warn you, dude. Hang on, what happened to his... Okay, and then the intergalactic space alien fucking said, Boom, what's that? Well, this is the probe, dude. I'm not going to get into the whole deal, but the, the space aliens have a lot of hemp-based technology, dude. And this is this is one of their this is one of their key medical tools in their medical toolbox, dude. It's called the uh, it's their it's their DNA extraction probe, and just like Bigfoot, man, it only goes. Okay, Rudolph, hang tight. That's right, kids. Did they fucking Rudolph is getting fucking anally probed by the fucking space aliens, dude? I bet you didn't think that was gonna happen, Rudolph, did you, Tiger? Oh, golly gosh. Look at poor Rudolph, man. Hey, Rudolph. Rudolph's like, oh, fuck. That's right, Rudolph. And then Rudolph, Rudolph was like, okay, we can finally go home. And then the alien said, Rudolph, do I have to remind you, dude? You need to stay still. We're going to have to do this again. And then they fucking, you know how it goes, man. The aliens fucking performed a lot of different fucking anal, I mean, DNA extractions using their fucking hemp-based probe, man. And the only way they can extract it the way they do it so they can do their redesign shit is is uh, through through the fucking uh, the anal cavity, so to speak, dude. So basically, the aliens probed Rudolph, dude. That's what happened, okay? I'm not, you know... Wait a minute. I'm on in the background, and we need renovate Santa Sativa. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. We'll get to that one. We'll get to one. Sorry, Radio Parless. We got a comment from Radio Parless. Boom, there it is. You're on in the background, and we need, and we renovate Santa Sativa or Indiga. All right. Santa will be right out to answer that. Now that so Rudolph's basically Rudolph just got got probed by the aliens, dude. And he'll have a whole new attitude, man. So real quick, so as we leave, because Santa's gonna answer a question, man. So as the aliens fucking, you know, beat feet out of there, man. Rudolph was returned back to the winter wonderland, man. The bosom of comfort, really, at this point. Look at Rudolph, man. Doesn't have so much of a uh, attitude anymore, man. Rudolph's like, gee golly gosh, man. And just then, just then when Rudolph was feeling really down, man, Bigfoot said, just then, 
there was Bigfoot. Dude, you okay? Yeah, yeah. And they bonded, man. Bigfoot and Rudolph bonded over their common experience, man. And while bonding, Rudolph was was able to get over his petty differences, man. And they were determined, man. They were determined to 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 fucking shut, set an example, man. So we'll get back to this because Santa's got a question. But basically, too long didn't read, man. Fucking the aliens fucking visited. Rudolph was pretty aggressive. They kind of liked that. So they, they gave, they, they took Rudolph up in the spacecraft, dude. Rudolph was take, took up, they took him up. Okay, the aliens did this. They, uh, and they performed a DNA extraction on Rudolph, much to like they do Bigfoot. And, uh, you know, so Rudolph is a little jumpy, okay? If they, I mean, if you guys could just maybe have a little understanding right now and not troll, you know, I, you know, I don't think, you know, I think a lot of us might be a little jumpy after, you know, having, you know, aliens abduct us and perform DNA extractions. And so we can forgive Rudolph. But what the, what's really neat, neato peachy keen is even though that was really bad, man, Rudolph's got a new bestest pal, and it's Bigfoot. Bigfoot goes, I know what it feels like to be left out. Rudolph goes, you do? Yeah, man. Why do you think I hide? Because I know I'm going to be rejected, so I just hide to avoid it in the first place. Rudolph goes, wow, Bigfoot, you understand. Oh, I do. And Rudolph and Bigfoot were bestest pals because the aliens abducted them. Okay. As a reminder, why the aliens fucking do the, did the DNA experiment to Bigfoot in the first place is the expectations that we would evolve into a species that would do a little bit more with weed than what we've had. So needless to say, we are going to return to this story arc because the aliens are not fucking happy, dude. They're like fucking pissed. And so, but that's, that's, we're, we're still, we're still in the glow of Christmas. All right, so look, we're going to do a show. I'll give you a preview because it's coming right up. But let's get, all right, so the end of this, so at the end of the day, man, uh, so the, to wind up the Rudolph, Bigfoot, and Santa, the intervention story, man. All right, so after Santa, Mrs. Claus got it on, dude, and they got their fucking freak on, man. They, they, they decided... They decided to go fucking for a fucking sled ride, man. Mrs. Claus was like, dude, this is fucking getting to me, man. The rhythm of the sled, so to speak, was getting Mrs. Claus a little excited. She said, can we pull over? St. Nick said, whatever you want. And so Mrs. Claus and St. Nick decided to get a little fucking comfortable. All right, they're getting a little comfortable right there in our Christmas wood wood time setting, dude. Hang on, because I really want to make this good. Okay, so I'm really because this is going to be you know for screen captures. All right, so there's Santa, man, and as Santa, well, let's do it over here so we can see the tree. So as Santa serenaded to Mrs. Claus, and they got ready to get their little vibe on, man. Santa was like, "All right, 
The social media trolls. Hang on, let's do this. Santa was like, <clears throat> so as Santa and Mrs. Claus were out there just getting their groove on, so to speak, Santa realized that while tomorrow all the social media trolls will be out in full force trying to shame him for his forgetfulness, along with some recent news networks calling for the military and NORAD to stop appropriating Santa. And Santa has that whirlwind of shit to deal with. He was like, that's tomorrow. Right now I'm getting high and I'm getting ready to have sexy time with Mrs. Claus. Just then, Rudolph popped up. What the fuck? Jesus, titty fuck balls Christ, Rudolph, Santa said. What the fuck is it now, man? Are you here to cock block me once again? Can't you see I'm getting ready to tap that ass? And here you want to come and give me a fucking hard time for my weed smoking and outdoor fornication? And Rudolph said, gee golly, guy, Santa, no, it's not that. I just wanted to say I'm sorry, man. I was wrong. I was real uptight. I hope you give me a second chance. Gee whiz, thought Santa. Let me test Rudolph. Well, Rudolph, that's all talk. Are you really prepared to be Santa's helper? Just then, Rudolph started hitting Santa's bong, dude. Like fucking going crazy. Rudolph was loving. Look at Rudolph. Gee golly, guys, Santa, I'm fucking getting blasted. That's right, kids. Santa called Rudolph off. Like, Rudolph's no undercover cop, man. He's getting high right there. Santa's like, wait a minute, Rudolph. I want to make sure you're not bugged by the DEA, man. How do I know you're sincere in your apology, Rudolph? Yeah, that's how we'll do it. Hey, Rudolph. How do I know you're sincere in your apology, man? After all, you've tried to rat me out to the DEA. Just then, Rudolph realized he needed to do something super-duper special in order to convince Santa that he's not wired or going to narc him out to the DEA. Gee golly gosh, Santa, said Rudolph. I suppose I deserve that. Gee whiz, I hope this will show you that I want to be bestest friends and I don't want to have anything to do with the DEA. Just then, Rudolph started fucking going to Santa's bong like a fucking olden times, man. That's right, Rudolph, said Santa. You are a good reindeer. Fucking Rudolph was getting high. And then Santa said, gee whiz, Rudolph, how the hell did you get that gigantic bug out of your ass? Rudolph said, gee golly gosh, Santa, I owe it all to my new bestest pal, Bigfoot. Hey, gee golly gosh, Santa, it's me, Bigfoot, man. Look, Rudolph said it'd be cool if I kind of hang up here at the North Pole. I just like to get high without being hassled, man. I think uh, I could be helpful, but he said it'd be cool. Santa's like, yeah, right on, man. Sure, Bigfoot. Why don't you hang out here this year with Rudolph, Mrs. Claus, and myself? We'll get high. And we'll think about creating a better tomorrow, man. And there they were, man, on this, as we sum up Christmas. Rudolph, change of heart, man. Now now a, now a pro 420, just kind of reindeer, man. Santa, bringing a little romance to his weedology, man. And Mrs. Claus is certainly satisfied. She likes it when Santa kind of lets his guard down, man, gets a little vulnerable. 
lets Mrs. Claus know, hey, man, Santa's, maybe Santa's been a little naughty, you know? Maybe, maybe, maybe Santa needs to be on that naughty list. And Mrs. Claus goes, gee, golly, gosh, man. Dreams do come true, man. And they certainly do because Bigfoot's finally found a place, man, where he doesn't have to be in shame anymore. And he just fucking smoke weed, man. And try to overcome the trauma of the early alien abduction. And maybe that'll be a little bit easier. Because now Rudolph has had a similar experience. And while they may not be able to get over that trauma. Maybe helping one another. They might be able to get out of their head. Either way kids. There it is. Happy Holidays 2021 man. From your good pals at the North Pole. Take a screen capture of that. Dun, dun, dun. That's right, man. Dick Nixon, center stage, man. Take a look at the visual, dude. There he is, man. They used to, they, they call him Tricky Dick, man. Tricky Dick, man. When the man in black met Tricky Dick. Great documentary, man. That, that fucking Johnny Cash was an agitator, though. And that's the thing we're trying to say here, man. You, why, why do you want to do that? Why, why, why are you not getting with the fucking program? And Dick Nixon fucking saw, he looked out in, in the fucking 60s and the 70s, dude. And he was like, this is a cesspool. America's become a cesspool of marijuana abusers and people who are unrealistic thinkers, man. They're talking about these crazy notions such as peace. They don't understand the big picture, thought Dick Nixon. But he knew he needed somebody hip, dude. Somebody that could really help deliver this anti-420 message, man. And who did he have to do that with? Well, kids, you know him, right? You might know him as the motherfucking king of rock and roll, dude. That's right. Elvis Presley, man. Elvis Presley fucking met Dick Nixon. Hey, hey, Dick, can I get me one of them there, one of them there federal ID badges? You see, Elvis wanted to be able to travel with guns and drugs. And he, he, he reckoned, Elvis reckoned, hey, I reckon, hey, daddy, hey, daddy, I reckon if I get me one of them there federal ID badges, then I'll be able to travel the country with as much drugs and guns as I want. And no one will be able to mess with me. Golly, E, golly, son. You're such, you're, you're so smart. Oh, you gotta, I read a lot of books, daddy. That's why I know. And so Elvis was like, yo, Mr. President, these, these communists, dude, these, these, these agitators, I, I can, I can infiltrate them, dude. And Dick Nixon thought, wow, this is cool. But just then, dude, and this is, just then, when Dick Nixon and Elvis were working out a plan, dude, they were working out a fucking plan of, all right, man, this is how this is how it's gonna go down, and yeah, Elvis was gonna bring down everything, the whole fucking weed infrastructure, dude, with a partnership, man. And let me tell you, I'm a huge Elvis fan, and this would have been real hard for me if if this would have happened, dude. But luckily, man, just as they were plotting, Elvis said, "Hey, man, what the heck? What what the heck is what? What's that?" Dick Nixon goes, "Oh no, 
What? Dick Nixon knew exactly what it was. Hey there, tricky dick, said the intergalactic space alien. Oh, fuck. What is it? Well, just checking. It looks like you didn't take us very seriously when we said we needed to do a better job at your weed technology. Good God, man. Get the, the pot is ravaging the country. You got it wrong, tricky dick. Now, are you going to do what we say? Nixon tried to backtalk to our, uh, the alien. At the same time, Elvis said, Hey there, I don't know what kind of galaxy you came from. This here's America, Miss Space Alien. And I'm king of rock and roll. And why don't you uh, why don't you get back in your contraption and get on out of here, you hear? That's what Elvis said to the space alien. And Dick Nixon said, Elvis, you fucked up, dude. You fucked up. Alien looked at Elvis and said, Hey, man, you fucked up, Elvis. Elvis goes, what are you talking about? Dick says, you don't talk back to these guys, man. What, they're just intergalactic space aliens. They're just here to observe. Well, that's the thing, Dick Nixon says. They got a rather nuanced way of observing. What do you mean? Dun, dun, dun. What I mean is, poof. And all of a sudden, there it is, man. The aliens started fucking generating the pulse, dude. And Dick Nixon goes, oh, fuck, no. Don't tell me. The alien goes, that's right, dude. That's right, Elvis. That's right, Dick Nixon. You have now, you have now peaked. You now have peaked the intergalactic space aliens' interest. They they want to they want to know what makes you tick. And in order to do that, they need to use some of their technology. And they don't have all their tools here, dude. So we're going up into the space fucking craft, dude. And while they're in the spacecraft, man, here it comes, dude. I won't put you through it. I won't put you through the visuals. But the same thing that happened. To Bigfoot, the same thing that happened to Bigfoot and the same thing that happened to Rudolph happened to Elvis and Dick Nixon on that day that they were plotting this revolution. Aliens said, there, how, how, how you guys feeling now, man? So now they're going to, they're going to, after, after the, after up there, after the, the aliens, uh, you know, probe their DNA, so to speak, right? And, and by then, the technology was really perfected, dude. They had the double-pronged fucking uh, insertion device, man. Dick Nixon was like, Oh, gee, gosh, they've advanced. Yes, they have, Dick. While well, we haven't. While well, you have let us down. The, at two, Dick Nixon? So, so Dick Nixon put the entire globe at risk with his so-called fucking war on drugs, dude. He was going against what the fucking intergalactic space aliens were telling him to fucking do. So that's when it fucking started. When Elvis, when Elvis and Nixon met at the White House, they got abducted by fucking aliens, man. And the aliens were fucking pissed, dude, about this so-called war on drugs. They're like, what the fuck? You know, you know, what the fuck don't you understand, dude? And Dick Nixon tried to fucking talk shit. And Elvis said, it's American. The aliens said, motherfuckers, you're getting fucking probed, dude. And they took him up, man. And it, when they got up at the fucking spacecraft, the other intergalactic space aliens go, hey, man, we don't have this schedule for today. He goes, no, this is a rush job. I want to know what makes these two cats tick. And so now, man, the alien goes, you guys understand the message now? Dick Nixon goes, I get it, man. I get it. And Elvis goes, yeah, dude. 
And from that day forward, man, have you noticed? Why do you think Dick Nixon, he was already smoking weed before. But yeah, dude. The aliens fucking intervened on the when when Nixon and, 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 and met Elvis. And the point I'm trying to make with what what I'm saying, and if you don't believe me, look, here's something else, man. Look, if you don't believe it's Elvis, here's something to really convince you. Because we're gonna come out I'm telling you, we're gonna come out strong. I don't know if anybody's paying attention to the animation and art game, but pay very close attention. There's an uptick in its talent level, dude, because we want to continue to evolve for you guys. We want to be able to bring filth in a visually appealing way, man. Right? We want we want a visually appealing train wreck. But I digress, man. Back to the king of rock and roll, dude. Boom. Yeah, he can do splits in his red jumpsuit. That's right. That, check it out, dude. I'm not here to fuck around. Elvis was like fucking getting ready to... Go on a fucking weed supporting tour, man. He was getting ready. After the aliens fucking left, Elvis like, shit, man. I'm going to have to make my act a little bit more psychedelic, dude. A little bit more psychedelic. So Elvis started fucking working on it, dude. And so he's not dead. They did. Nixon said they, they, they got high. So Nixon started hitting some weed, dude, after the space aliens hit, dude. Okay. And Nixon hits the weed, and Elvis is like, hey, man, that don't got no doctor's prescription. That ain't safe. And Dick Nixon said, hey, man, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to second-guess those fucking aliens. And fucking Elvis said, you're right, man. And just like Rudolph, Elvis decided to hit the ganj himself, dude. And right there, right right when they were talking about how they could fucking get a, a... Get us back on track with with weed. Nixon got high and he said, Hey man, I got this idea, Elvis. It's pretty fucking out there, dude. And Elvis goes, Look, man, this fucking weed we're smoking. Hang on, I'm, you guys deserve a bigger visual for this. Co- okay, now this is them on stage, but you guys deserve a bigger visual for this conversation. By the way, take a close look also, dude. I always try to throw little Easter eggs for the audience, okay? So if you if you ever watching these, you know, just always, you know, little Easter eggs. Like, take a look at the billboard, okay? The billboard's got a good message, a healthy message. A message that if you follow as a youth or as an adult, it, you, you, you will no doubt be a very mentally balanced, healthy adult. And here, here's the rock-solid advice, dude. You can't hold hands with God when you're masturbating. So that is, that is healthy advice. And I figured why not have that out here let people know, hey, man, you come here and, and, and you'll get the very bestest in, in, in advice, man. So anyway, so back, so Nixon and fucking Elvis are fucking getting their fucking high on, dude. And Nixon's going like, hang on, let me set the scene. All right. So, boom, there's the bong. All right, and just to just to kind of kind of put a little capper on it for waiting this long, and it's just this is just a little, this is a little something, all right. And just just bear with me here. It's just a little something. I'd like to think it's worth it, but just a little. Alien goes, hey, so I guess we understand one another, don't we? And took off. Yes, we do. We really do understand one another. So as Nixon and Elvis sat there and got get got high, man. 
because the aliens fucking commanded them to. The alien goes, you guys better pick up the fucking pace on the weed fucking taking. You guys got to make up for a lot of lost fucking ground. Now, I'm going to be back in a spell, said the space alien. Whether or not we need to take another trip to the examination room is up to you two. We'll told look at look at Elvis and Dick Nixon. They're gonna work very hard not to have to go back up in that fucking alien spacecraft. The alien's like, I don't think that's something you guys want, is it? No, it isn't, said Dick Nixon. Alright then. So then the space alien fucking blasted off. Right? Space alien fucking blasted off, dude. There he is. Bam. Isn't that cool? He said, bye-bye, man. All right. So now this is now. There's the setup. Dick Nixon goes, look, dude. We've been smoking a lot of weed since getting abducted by those aliens. And Elvis goes, yeah, it's fucking great, man. Hold up. Yeah, man, it's great. I can't I can't do imitation. Sorry. And Nixon goes, Elvis, this is going to sound kind of weird, man. Elvis goes, it won't be any weirder than that. Alien abduction we just went through. Well, man, I think we can do a really bang-up job being 420 supporters. But it's going to take some unconventional thinking. And it was then that Nixon helped Elvis launch the plan, dude, where Elvis would fake his death, man, so he can go undercover, dude, and work as an undercover agent. But not the kind of agent you think. Elvis has been a disruptor. Dude, he's been disrupting anybody that he's been trying to fucking when they try to come after anybody that's 420 friendly. Elvis is in the background. He's like the Delta Force of anti 420 disruption, dude. Agent fucking E. That moment, Elvis became a special agent for the government, dude, and went deep fucking undercover. Faked his fucking death so he can go out there and and do disruptive kind of fucking guerrilla tactics, dude, for anybody that wants to come after 420 and or its supporters. Elvis was in the background disrupting that, dude. You see it time and time again where fucking drug drug detecting dogs are fucking sniffing coffee and they're going, this is not weed, and Elvis is laughing. That's right, that's what you get. That's what you get. So, we're going to get more into this kind of fucking truth. But make no mistake about it, man. Elvis is alive, dude. He's been alive. And he's he's doing the work, dude. And maybe we need to just seriously, seriously, seriously celebrate what this guy's doing. Because he's badass. And he was willing to put it on the line for 420, dude. When the chips were down and Elvis had to make a decision, my career or 420, Elvis picked 420, dude. And President Dick Nixon was like, and I'll I'll fucking fake this fucking Watergate thing, dude, so they can fucking, I'll resign in disgrace, dude. I'll be a laughing stock. Elvis was like, yo, can you handle it, man? That sounds hard. And Nixon said, it's for 420, man. I'll do anything for 420. So Nixon fucking faked being corrupt, dude. So they would fucking go down the impeachment path. 
And he said, fuck, man, these guys are taking fucking forever, man. I mean, they should have kicked me to the fucking curb eons ago, and we're still fucking around with this shit. Fuck, dude. I guess I guess I'll have to do the job myself, said Dick Nixon, and he resigned, dude. Part of the plot. It's deep undercover shit, dude. Dick Nixon fucking faked Watergate, dude. It's a myth. Watergate never happened, man. It was a stage in Hollywood. And fucking Elvis fucking helped out with the sound engineering, dude. And once Nixon fucking resigned and they thought Elvis died, they reconnected, dude. They got fucking high and they fucking worked together in their weed, dis- fucking anti-420 weed disruptions. That's a fact. That's history. That's this kind of stuff they want to keep from us, man. They want to keep this kind of truth from us, man. They want to sit up on their their purchase, man, and say, hey, we control the information. Well, you don't control the truth, man. And I'll speak truth to power, man. Elvis Presley has fucking faked his death, man, so we could fucking be on the front lines in this battle of keeping this a 420-friendly place. And Dick Nixon faked Watergate. Never happened. He needed the space, man got tired of the groupies and the paparazzi association associated with being pressed, dude. And when fucking Congress and everybody was dragging fucking feet, he's practically feeding Woodward and Bernstein the fucking story. It's like, Jesus, guys, can you hurry up? I'm fucked, dude. Do I got to spoon feed this shit to you? Hurry up and disgrace me. My God. What's taking so fucking long, thought Nixon. I'll do it myself. And he resigned. And he did it for 420. So I, for one, want to thank Elvis Presley and Richard Nixon, man. Because because of their efforts, I'm able to sit here and podcast right now to you guys. Hi. Because there's people in this world like Elvis Presley and Dick Nixon that when, when the chips were down and, and, and somebody's number needed to be called, they said, put me in, coach. Put me in. Give me the ball. And they took that ball and they ran. And instead of spiking it, they fucking passed it like a fucking bong, dude. Because that's why they're here. To make this place a little bit more 420 friendly, man. From Parts Unknown. This is the Art of Floundering Podcast. Wishing you nothing but peace and love. <laughs>